0: are talking so that is on um, the pink vest is Diana and the purple oh, pink harness and the purple harness is siren and uh, they have been so excellent the whole trip well, yesterday it was a, it's a two-day trip from Missouri to Florida we're in Florida now we're hitting up on the 75 in just a couple minutes but the girls have decided that uh, it's now time to talk they've had enough rest they've been good enough and it's now time to talk uh, so they are having a wonderful conversation And what do you do about it? Well, if you, uh, you know, shush, shush, quiet, quiet, it is not gonna do anything. Um, It's just gonna teach them that shush, shush, quiet, quiet means uh, as loud as you can. It's just, it's fun stuff. It's nothing, you know, nervous or aggressive or nasty. So they can, they'll bark a little bit. Um, We could name it, teach them the opposites. We could, we're not because we're driving and we're going Facebook Live. On our trip. Uh, So it's Victoria and Karen's here too. Karen's driving. Uh, I'm not driving. Uh, And we have Siren and Diana. We have, uh, can you see? No, she's hiding. The crate below is uh, Ross. And then in the way back, we have uh, Candy and Holstein in the uh, impact kennels. So we have five dogs and two people, which is a lot to deal with. Uh, You know on the road trip for two days uh, on the way up to Gold School uh, Rich went with Karen and we didn't have the Malinois so they had four dogs and two people on the drive up Uh, We were up there. We had rented an Airbnb that we like to rent It's really nice and uh, we share it with a bunch of people not because it's so expensive. It's really cheap It's but it's fun to share it with people Uh, so we did that and then uh, they did Rich's Gold School was the first week the day after Gold School, that finished up on Sunday, so Monday I flew out there, he flew back, uh, and it was really fast. So I saw him for five minutes at the airport and uh, and got, you know, he got home. I stayed up there with Karen for a week, and that was a little over a week ago. That was last Monday. So we are driving back. Um, it's my first big road trip. Uh, we've done Disney, no, Universal in uh, the van before. But this is the first cross-country road trip breaking in her new van and we love it so she has a mercedes sprinter it was a passenger one which is why it has the windows all the way around in the back and the ac up above so it has been ice cold for everybody diana what you doing you gonna bark at people now huh siren and diana this is where we need the partition <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, so we, we finished up. So Karen was there for the first week and the second week. So she's done four golds and I've done four golds. Um, we did a, I did my first one last May. We did a double one in April. And then I did one now and she did two now in July uh, up in Missouri. And it's nice seeing the different seasons up there because we don't really get a lot of different seasons in Florida. We get hot and humid and not as hot and humid, Really, girls. Siren. Hi. They ate. Um, they're kind of hungry, but we're waiting until we get to Gainesville to feed them. But uh, but yeah, so we we had we did good. Uh, we brought them up. They were eight weeks and two days old when they took off. So what are you going to do, bringing eight week old puppies on a cross country trip for training with the world's best trainers? You do it. Uh, we had mentioned it to Michael, and she said, "Bring them." So Rich brought candy to work. Um, Elena is one of our friends. She was in my silver and gold school. So she's from New Jersey. She'd come down to visit us in January and then she came and she worked Siren and Karen worked both of them. And then the second week, Karen added Ross into the mix, so Karen was working three of them and I was working uh, Siren and Candy. A lot of new stuff. Uh, We do like to attend as often as we can because we learn new stuff every time. Um, uh, first, I do need to show you guys, I do have, this is my, my mask for the trip. Well, for this trip right now, and here's our box of masks. Uh, so we are being safe and prepared. We've got bottles of hand sanitizer in the doors. Uh, you know, it's, it's been fun that way. But, uh, you know, you learn something new every time. And one of the things that really stuck with me this time was that push to do more. So how many people get complacent with their training? Did I? It's good. It's fine. You know, it's all good. We don't have to, to push anymore. Uh, you know, do the same old, same old. Uh, and, and we don't want to do that. We want to, uh, to do more. We want to do more better. Okay. Do more better guys. What did you get Karen? What was your big takeaway? Um, uh, don't
1: spend too much time on the, the first steps, uh, of anything really. Um, Move on, uh, and, and like you said, push to do more. Uh, if you spend too much time on the easy things, uh, you can develop basically a lazy dog. You need to, uh, and and also keep track of your time. It's yeah. so easy to train until the gasoline tank of the dog is empty. You need to stop. Just like we we don't wait until our fuel tank of our cars are completely empty. Add gas. We we shouldn't wait until the dog is totally done with you know training that we fried his brain before we stop. Stop when there's still fuel in the tank and put the dog away. And so we tell
0: people all the time five-minute training sessions for puppies. Sometimes it might be a one-minute training session for the puppies. You know it might be a two-minute training session and they're good. Or it might be you know Siren and Diana. We've been doing. Box work with them yesterday and today because we're traveling. So that's how they ate. What we fed them three times yesterday: breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and what just twice today. Yeah,
1: just twice today. So, but they worked both times.
0: But they worked both times, and we made it easy. So we have a box. Let me show you. See on the ground there, that wooden box. It's the small size box, and they both will stick their heads in it and eat. So they they've done that. Uh, you know, uh, we have the pedestal. We stopped at. Uh, it was a potty break for the dogs and for us at a McDonald's in Alabama. And we got the pedestal out and we got Ross on it and we got Holstein on the pedestal while the other ones were working. I could have put candy up on it. I'm not putting candy up on it right now. I mean, I had to go in and pee and I had to get lunch. So I had priorities. Uh, But Karen stayed out with the dogs because we are traveling with the dogs. Uh, We don't leave them unattended. So that was, that was Karen's. And then once I got out here, then she could go in. but she had three dogs, the potty, and I only had two, so I beat her. <laughs> uh, part of it is dealing with the puppies. What do they do when, what do you do whenever your puppy wants to pick up everything out of his mouth? Uh, you know, we did some videos, we put those up on uh, teaching them to drink whenever you tell them to and to stop when you tell them to, which is going to hugely come in handy whenever you have service dogs and they don't want to drink because they're on duty. Well, that doesn't happen, yes, it does happen, it happens quite often, so much so that especially in the summer whenever we're working any age dog we make sure we have a little pouch of new Pro or some freeze-dried treats or some meaty treats with us that we can drop in their water if they need it because it happens all too often with them uh arrow he was my camel right camel not camo camel and he would he would not drink he would no i'm good i'm good thank you please don't make me drink No, you have to drink, buddy. Now is the time. Django, he's similar to doing the same thing. Candy, gypsy, all of them. They know when they're working and they don't want to drink because then they know they're going to have to pee. So you have to stay
1: hydrated with this Florida heat. Exactly.
0: But they need to stay hydrated. How do you stay that? you, You teach them to drink water on command. You teach them to poop on command and potty on command. You teach them to eat on command, right? So why not do it with water too? Um... So, so we we did that with them, and we worked on the, the box stuff with them, uh, adding some conflict to that, which is good. You know, they were doing very good, very well. Uh, we got to spend, you know, time with Jackie. Jackie is the host. Uh, she has the best training facility I've ever been at. Uh, so much so that, I mean, it's Bart's news and not my news, but we were on the phone with, um, you know, we have to split in a mile and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, we were on the phone with, uh, foreign peoples about it. Right? I didn't say that. Um, you know, he, he was showing them the training center because it's world class, not just, you know, like it's world cl- like world class. It is the best. So, um, so we got to say hi to them and that was really cool. Uh, but we, uh, you know, it's something you go and you grow whenever you're out there. And, and so we do it as much as we can. We're going back the end of uh, August. Anyone here going to Silver School the end of August? Because we're going to be there. Um, we've got some exciting news for us. Um, you know, we have some business stuff that we're not announcing yet, but we're going to tell you. We have some cool, exciting business announcements, uh, including Hope and Dream Dogs and Holstein's Well-Behaved Buddies, which is Karen's. Um, we've got some neat stuff going on with all of that, with the puppies and with, uh, with the training. Uh, we've got some neat stuff, you know, that, that we have that you need that time to process, which is what the two-day drive home has been nice. We figured we'd be talking the whole time, coming up with business ideas, but your, your brain needs that soap time. And guess what else? Your dog needs that soap time. And so where we're at right now, we're going from I-10 to I-75. We're right at that interchange. Um, so we have about, oh, only 50 minutes. Really, that's how far Gainesville is from here. 50 minutes until we get to Karen's house. So that's how long you guys got us for. Or less. Um, but we, we also need to, um, you know, keep working on outfitting her sprinter van here. Uh, you know, there were some things that we liked and some things that, that we didn't. Um, one of the things that we're gonna do is we really like these Ziploc weather tight totes and we are going to get more of them and then we'll just pack our clothes in that because they stack together really good and you can tie them down really good. And we have to figure out who's coming Uh, next time. We figured, um, talking her and I, we will always travel with at least one Malinois and or Doberman uh, just for safety. It's nice to have that. Uh, We were talking with people. They were nice, but you never know with people in a foreign area being two women with two fluffball golden retrievers. You know, we're not going to be taken seriously. We got Candy out and we got Ross out and the people backed away from us and left us alone. So, you know, you've always got to think of that. Um, I don't talk politics stuff uh, on here, like ever, except for, you know, yay, go vote. But um, I'm going to say it right now. The Black Lives Matter stuff, you know, one thing that people forget about is, you know, women have to worry when they walk down the street if they're going to get raped, mugged, or killed. And I don't want to have to go through that, you know. So I like having a Malinois with me. I like having the Doberman with me.
1: At gas stations, we keep getting approached by people begging for money, and they're also scanning our car.
0: Yeah, so, so again, Mercedes Sprinter, right? A big-ass van, big butt van, a big van, a new van. So yeah, Karen gets people approaching her constantly with that. You know, asking for money, asking for handouts, asking for, what, a, a shank in the chest? The last
1: person I had to tell them to back off. They kept getting closer and closer, and um, I was... I had Holstein in there, I was getting ready to unleash him at him, you know, just, but that's just, but Holstein's not, he's threatening because he's big. (laughs) Holstein
0: threatening? (laughs)
1: Only because he's big, he's not really threatening, but the guy finally backed off and and then approached somebody else and they, they told him off and he drove away finally, but that's, that's like an ongoing thing at gas stations when you're by yourself especially when I'm by myself. So and it doesn't happen like, like when Rich was with me on the drive up, it didn't happen. When you have a male with you, somehow people, they don't approach you. But when you're by yourself as a woman, they seem like they get this idea that it's okay to get real up close and actually like touching your car. Touching your car, yeah.
0: yep, yep. So, so what do you do for that? So I told her, I said, if you need candy, get candy out. Uh, We were walking yesterday, we were in Memphis getting gas and I went to walk into the gas station and there's this guy and he, hey, hey miss, hey ma'am, hey miss, hey ma'am. And I ignored him because it's not going to be anything good. I don't know you, I'm not going to talk to you. We don't have any decaling on the car to say that we're dog trainers. So that's not, you know, it's not going to be, oh, I like your dog. You know, we had just potted them and then Karen was going to pull around and, and fill up the car. Uh, you know, so I went back and, and, uh, and I told her, I said, you know, if we need to get candy out and we've got Ross too, we've, we've got them. So we also know what we need to work on with them is a really good downstay. One of the things that we made the mistake yesterday when we parked at the hotel, the doors open, you know, behind the passenger and uh, the grassy area that we used was behind the driver's side over on that side. So we couldn't see, so if we left the doors open, we couldn't see and I heard somebody we had the two fluff ball goldens out there working for their dinner, but we heard somebody over here talking to Ross. Why would you talk to a Malinois or a skinny German Shepherd like that? And so I booked it over here to see. But if we could get a dog out and put him on a downstay right there, I think it would prevent people, especially if it's Candy or Django or Ross, from approaching. Okay, so you got to think of that as a safety. You know, whenever you're out, Oot in a boot. If we were up in Canada, in a boot. Um, But yeah, so, so that's part of, of, uh, dealing with, with the travel, you know? Uh, but, but the school was phenomenal. It was a total different school than what we had last time we were here. It was a total, total different school from our. Yeah, so much every time and so much more every time and different parts stick every time. So why do we keep repeating it? Do we keep failing it? No guys, we're, we're not failing it. Are you kidding me? Like, have you met us? Um. But why do we keep doing it? it? Is because if you think that you're going to pick up everything that you need to know after one time, I'm sorry you think that way. That's cute, but that's not the truth.
1: Master coaching.
0: Yeah. So they know how to push and they know how to push each each person because everyone learns a little bit differently. Um, but you know, Bart and Michael are master coaches. They're phenomenal people. They're amazing people. They're amazing coaches. are amazing trainers. Um, you know, we're so blessed to have them in our lives, and Jackie too. You know, every time we go there, Jackie has something new in that training center, which is super fun uh, to to get to go visit and experience and learn and grow from. Uh, We got to watch her work in some of her dogs yesterday. You know, some of her legatos because she breeds amazing legatos, uh, which are Italian truffle dogs. And apparently, they told the girls about finding mushrooms, so the girls have been finding mushrooms the whole trip back.
1: Four different stops.
0: So, yeah, so Jackie's Truffle Dogs told them how to do that really well. Um, But, you know, for for that experience at eight to ten weeks old to be able to spend two weeks with master trainers, you know, who has that experience? Deep
1: practice for us. Yeah. I mean, that's how you get better. Yeah. Yes. for you as well as us, yeah, so it's, yeah, it's benefiting the whole business and home service dogs as well. we yeah. learned a lot about our breeding program and things that we need to be concentrating on too.
0: Yes, yes, so yeah, Jackie's been breeding for over 20 years. Um, over
1: 70 litters. Over
0: 70 litters, so we have um, she sat down and she talked with us about it. And I know I can call her or text her and she can get back to us. But, uh, you know, we we got some fantastic ideas on what to do with the breeding program uh, that we're doing and how to move forward with it and what to look for and, and what what is needed. Um, you know, so I was very, very excited about that. Uh, we also got, like I said, we got Bart and Michael multiple times helping us out with different things. And one thing that I noticed, one thing that I learned from it is the critique is so flippin' helpful. Yes. You know, we had a couple days where, you know, they, they didn't offer too much and then, you know, change this or that. One of the things I was working on with Candy was getting her to stand in her brace with her, her harness on and. Brace and then staying still and not sitting because a couple times she was sitting, so I kind of caught her with my foot and tapped her with my foot on her tummy. And Bart had a much better way to do it, and so he was so able to help us out with that, which expanded our knowledge and our ability to help dogs in the future and everybody else who was there, which is fantastic. Um, so we learned
1: so much on how to use all the tools, your hands, the leashes different types of collars how to activate with tools, with every tool you know, so that was a big thing you know, activate before you can correct with every tool
0: yeah
1: so more in depth use of tactile um, leash learning how to wrap the leash in certain parts of the body to help you direct your dog in doing different things whether it be feeling tighter whether it be standing whether it be you know just a lot of and and we learned from each other as well as our master coaches so yeah
0: you know. yeah yeah there were people from all over i mean there were there it was a smaller class which was nice um because some some COVID stuff had shut down uh but it was great because we got to go so much more in depth with it and like I said, just seeing the changes in the dogs in five days. Five days, guys. Five days. Which is great. It's like they put together the perfect learning environment and with that, so many awesome things can happen. It's like taking up a, a two liter of soda and shaking that up and the whole thing explodes, but in a good way. Okay, so we got some questions, comments. Um, Jackie says it sounds like an amazing place. It really is. Uh, and her building's 60 by 120, so I was offered... Uh, One of those government loans for COVID, one of the COVID government loans, Um, it's it's not a huge amount, but it's interest, low, low interest, no payments for a year. So we need to look, Rich and I, on on possibly putting a building in. So that was our latest on the drive back. Uh, Don't know if we're going to do that, but like I said, it would be nice to have that so we could use it and AC it and have a bathroom out there and you know, be able to, if we needed to put, uh, you know, puppies out there for whatever reason. Because right now we can't take puppies in for board and train unless they're at least four months old because we have puppies there. And they're not fully vaccinated until they're 14 to 16 weeks old. Um, So four months, right? Four or five months old. Uh, You know, you just, you don't know. And I'm not chancing getting Parvo onto the puppies. So it might be that we, you know, when we put a building in, we can do that for, you know the board and trains or for the hope dogs or part, you know, half go on this side and half go on that side and never the twine shall meet. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer says she gets that in the parking lots with the land rover off that it makes you nervous as a, as a lone woman. It does. And you know, I've been six since I was 14. So I've never really dealt with that. And I talked to other female trainers, you know, we have the professional woman's Facebook group for professional woman in canines, um, not and canines, but in canine. Uh, so groomers, vets, trainers, you know, all of that breeders, but uh, I've never had to deal with it, but other women have. And they've talked about what to do whenever they, they go out to a client's house, you know, or they're having a client come to them and they're alone. And I've, I've never, I've never cared. Uh, but you know, whenever I do travel on my own, it is nice to have one of the mouths with me or candy with me, a golden, it's a golden guys, like If a teddy bear could be cuter, it'd be a golden. Uh, Here, Michelle says, I am in Las Vegas, and I deal with that on the daily. And then she also said, would you recommend me getting a Doberman to train as a service dog? So it all depends on what your needs are and who you are as a person and what you can handle. Doberman is not good for any sort of psychiatric um, training because they really feed off of you. For that, I only recommend really a golden. Um, other breeds can get a little neurotic with that. You know, just they can't handle it. Um, but Goldens can, Labs can, Yellow Labs can. Uh, but Dobermans won't. Dobermans are extremely Velcro. They want to be with you, touching you at all times. And for some people, we've had people who have uh, gait issues, not, you know, as in closing a door gate, but like walking gate. And for those with gait issues, the, um, they, some of them, they need something touching them all the time. But it has to be a Doberman. You know, it just has to be, um, or whatever else. But now the Dobermans that we're breeding too, we are not doing their ears. Their ears get done at eight to 10 weeks old. We're not doing ears before they leave. Um, if the people want to do that, you know, they can find bets who can do that. I can give them a few recommendations for that but I am not doing ears. Um, so they will look more approachable and have floppy ears if they don't get the ears cropped. And I'm not docking tails. That happens whenever they are one to two days old. And from what we're seeing with the Goldens, they need those tails for movement a lot. You know, it helps so much with their balance. And if you look at most Dobermans that don't have tails, right, their front end is, is, is huge. And their back end is itty, bitty tiny. And you got to wonder, yes, I know part of that is the structural that's been bred for it but how much is it because the tail's gone and so now the whole center of the dog, center of the dog, right? Yeah, it's just it's moved up instead of being say at their it where their ribs meet their you know their tummy, right? It's now up where their chest is, and you know, so how many are very front heavy because of that? So uh, we're not gonna do um, ears and tail, um, they will be natural. Uh, which is the European way and she is a European Gold uh, Doberman. She did pass all her health testing. We got word today on the final thing. Um, so she did pass all of her health testing and the mail that we're looking at is super good. So I just, I messaged with the breeder that, that we've been in touch with to let her know. Candy should be in heat sometime in August. So we have about a month and um, we'll take it from there and see how it goes. Uh, Nicole says, I would love a building. My two-car garage is working okay right now, and it's better than nothing. Yeah, so we're on over five acres, and we have, uh, if, if people saw the pictures from our service dog school in February, that's where we had it, and it's a 20-by-20 20 20 carport and a 12-by-20 carport that are, like, right next to each other. There's about a three-foot gap, like a pie wedge gap between them. Uh, what we were thinking initially is to try to use that concrete and, and kind of fix it it's two different levels there's about a three inch gap but i don't know we might just you know see what the cost is for that versus putting in a whole building somewhere because we want the concrete in the building and then we're going to come in with the electricity um and and foam it um for insulation and we're going to put in um you, you know water stuff water stuff plumbing, plumbing. see she knows the real real name yeah. um so yeah so we're excited about that Uh, But we've got a lot that we want to do. We've got a lot of lists on what we want to work on. Some flyers and stuff. And I didn't bring my iPad. Because again, I flew up. I flew up my wheelchair and my purse. That had my toothbrush in it. Because I like my electric toothbrush. So I didn't send that up. But I had set my clothes up with Karen and Rich. So when I got to the airport, I didn't have to go to the front desk and check in. So that was kind of neat. You know, I just went in. Um, For mobility. Yeah, I mean, Dobermans can work for mobility. It depends on what all you need. Um... If you want help every step of the way, I never recommend that for a service dog. Then you need walker, cane, wheelchair. Uh, but if you need, you know, brace, momentum pull, um, counterbalance type of stuff, you know, Candy does amazing for that. Uh, Nicole says Rio her poodle got his OFA results. His hips are good and his elbows are normal. That's good, girl. Glad to hear that. Uh, so, yeah. So, we have... Uh, Ross so Ross is, is the newest and I put some pictures up and we'll do more as Karen works with her son she's two um, we need to do her testing and Karen gets to work on training her but she is uh, related she is the sister to Barton Michael's dog Ragnar so their brother sister they're full litter mates uh, so yeah so she has that one then I have the son of, of Ivan's competition dog Django Um, So that's pretty cool. And she
1: is going to keep the name Ross, even though, you know, Ross is a girl. The other ones aren't coming in for a couple weeks, so by the time those ones come in, we'll
0: all be good. Uh, but yeah, so we're, we're doing well. Uh, you know, as Bart was saying, we want to have our nos- noses pointed in the right direction. Uh, and I think that they were really impressed with Karen, or they, you know, her, Michael, and Jackie had come up with the idea to gift Karen Ross, uh, depending on how she did with her through the week. Uh, you know, and they wouldn't have done that if they weren't happy with how Karen was doing. And I think pulling in last time because we've always flown up, right? Um, last time Karen and I drove up and brought her Ford Transit van, which is a smaller van. It's the passenger van. Yeah, it's passenger van. Uh, so we had that, and it, it was a tight squeeze with the two of us and Holstein and Django and the stuff. And then we bought stuff, and it was just ridiculous on the way home. So we had talked, and so Karen bought the Sprinter van, and you know, I think rolling in with that, you know, there's a little bit of like. You are serious about this uh, which is awesome and it's like on it yeah yeah apartment. so they right um, Bart had mentioned I think it was Bart, Bart or Michael one of them had mentioned last time about uh, you know truck drivers have this thing to help them you know like a step up and that you can use that as a pedestal so of course you know Karen she ordered some on Amazon and uh, and they came in and and They got to see them, you know. So she had that all set up. We actually used it today the pedestals. We got pictures of it, and of course, what is that? Why do the dogs have that? So, you know, it's pedestals, guys. It's fun, it's awesome. Um, And yay, you know, yay, yay, yay. Uh, We want everything to be super duper and amazing. Oh, depending, this is the first time I'm announcing it. So, know that you guys are the first to hear it and if you want in on this you need to jump because there's two spots open two spots one of the things we're thinking of doing is they're having a gold premium or super gold as I like to call it so I'm going to call it super gold in September for three weeks and it's three weeks working with other gold grads and Bart and Michael and I am instead of bringing one of my service dogs who know a lot of stuff and that's in like what seven weeks so they will know a lot more i want to bring two dogs who need to board and train but it's right at there's silver the end of august then we have a week off and then we have three weeks of super gold and then we have a week off and then we have october's gold so if i do this i will be gone for two months okay so i need to have your dog for a two-month board and train And the price will reflect that. Um, A two month board and train. What, eight times seven is 56? So it's 56 days, roughly, that I'll have your dog. Um, But he will go through an intensive board and train, not just with me, but with Bart and Michael. And he will be with us for the three weeks of Super Gold World Cross training. Like, this opportunity is so scarce. It is, it is a once in a lifetime type of thing because I can only do this course one time. And I want to do it with your dog. So if this is something that you are interested in, contact me regarding payment. We will, and depending on where you live, we can possibly even pick up your dog, but we'll pick him up the end of August. We'll get him out there. So I will be traveling across state lines with your dog. Uh, We will get out there. We will work your dog during that week of Silver's when I'll start prepping everything and the travel up. You know, we will start prepping everything that week that I have off. I will be working heavily with your dog. Uh, the three weeks of super gold we'll be working heavily with your dog then the week break we will be work- i will be working heavily with your dog and then during gold school the gold grads get to come out and work dogs. so i will still be working heavily with your dog so your dog will have eight weeks of intensive training with me with bart and michael and this is something if you're interested in it and it's not going to be cheap okay i mean my training's usually not cheap to begin with but this is not going to be cheap but if this is something that you want of eight intensive weeks to work on, preferably not human aggression because Rich is the one who handles that, not me, um, more so. But, uh, you know, if you want pet stuff, if you want, you service know, dog, dog aggression, service dog stuff is my forte, guys. But, uh, you know, I'm open. Know that if it is service dog stuff, yes, we have the trip up and back, and we have those two weeks in between.
1: Must be at least six
0: yeah. <clears throat> but we're going to do... Um, it's not gonna be a ton of public access stuff except for those two weeks that I have off, okay? And then it also depends on what's going on COVID-wise. Um, and preferably the dog six months old or older, okay? Just because it's, it's gonna be easier that way. But if, it, if you're interested in it, hit me up for it. Um, you know, Put it out there and see what sticks. But, but it's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be pricey, but it's gonna be worth it. Um, and something that you're never gonna get elsewhere. Okay. Eight weeks of training. Four five of them with Bart and Michael kind of. Well, four of them with Bart and Michael plus silver. Yeah. You know? And of course, if I have questions, they're always there. So. Yeah. But I've done. That'll be my one, two, three, fourth silver. Yeah. And my fifth gold. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I haven't signed up for super gold yet. I'd like to. What I'm going to do, because it's long days. It's six in the morning until eight at night. And, and personally, health-wise, yeah. I don't know if I can handle it. So, what we're going to do. Once I get home and we get unpacked and, you know, kind of take a few days to get everything back to normal. We do have a, uh, a mentor student. I don't know how to phrase that. We have someone coming out for a mentorship program. Uh, and so she's actually in Orlando already and she's going to be coming out on Thursday. Let's say Thursday. Uh, so we have that to work with as well. Um, but we're going to get a game plan for, for all of ours and, and just get them rolling. So Get it, get it going well. Um, my goal is for the Goldens, for Seth and Lucy and Ginger, to have their CGCs, all three of them, and their novice trick dog by the time we leave for Silver. Yeah. Um, I told Karen my goal actually is next week we can test them for their CGCs, but we'll see where they're at. Yeah, yeah. These girls, after spending two weeks with Bart and Michael, working multiple times a day, uh, you know, our next goal with them is their star puppy. So this is where I need to have goals. I do better with goals, with personal goals, with business goals, and with dog training goals. If I don't have goals, I kind of go like, meh, meh. You guys like that? Do you do that? Meh, I'll get to it later. Meh, it's not a big deal. It is a big deal. It It doesn't never happens. So we want that to happen. We want that to do and to do well. Okay, you know, I don't want to just be an amazing trainer. I want to be one of the best trainers, and I have certifications. And there's always something left to learn. You know, I feel what I have knowledge-wise is pretty broad. We're going
1: to be with us starting up ABADOG training.
0: Yes. Ooh, that's a hope thing. So Abidog, yeah. we're going to be doing. And so we did puppy culture with this litter, yeah. and we we documented almost everything. But we had a couple issues, and one is Karen didn't have a good camera. So Karen is upgrading to an iPhone. Have you heard anything on that? So she's gonna check on that and see how she does with that. Uh, And and that'll enable us to do FaceTime easier. Right now we just do Alexa um, drop-in. But uh, we can do that. She can do better pictures and videos and easier to send me stuff and to send her stuff. Uh, So she's gonna be doing that. But puppy culture is what we used and there's some big gaps in puppy culture. Which again, we're, we're professional trainers but that doesn't make us professional breeders except now we are. And with the breeding you know there were some things that needed to be done that weren't covered or weren't covered well. Uh, one of my friends had suggested even before we had got the puppy culture that we needed to try one called Abadog, and we didn't. She said that it was like college. And, well, I needed kindergarten first. Just like these puppies, right? These puppies behind us who were barking. Remember in the beginning of this when they were barking, and now they've been sleeping for how long now? Um, sometimes you just gotta let that go, but. We needed to start from the beginning, and everyone knows puppy culture. Everyone refers to puppy culture, so we needed to start with puppy culture and see how that went. And now that we've done puppy culture, and we see, next is Avidog. So we reached out to them, and we're gonna sign up for that probably tomorrow, um, for a year, and so that's why we wanted to wait until we got back from school. I'm either you on the goals. I'm with you on the goals. Uh, I also write them down, it helps mentally. If you don't write them down, it just becomes a wish that goes and disappears, right? So we do, we wanna write it down, we need to write it down. Um, we need to know what's going on um, and to have that. That's I do that with the dogs. Uh, we're coming up with some different charts for when we're training, holy crap, we're in Alachua and High Springs already. Uh, we need to write it down with the dogs and know what we wanna work on with them and we need to write it down for ourselves and like I said, for the business too. And it just, it makes it clearer because if you cared enough to do it, here's the next step for doing it, is when you write them down, write down a quick paragraph on what that goal would mean to you if you accomplish it. You know, and then if you get stuck or frustrated, you read that goal again and you remember. And you remember that, yeah, that's right, this is what I want to do and this is why I want to do that. Which is pretty cool, right? It yeah, is pretty cool. Um, anything to add? We saw some dogs fully transformed in five days. Yes. It was fantastic. It's always they were fantastic. Incredible. Some of them were incredible
1: dogs to begin with. But, oh, yeah. Um, I look forward to hearing about one of them might become a champion in the bike dog world. Right. Because of the training he got in this in these last two weeks. So yeah. That's that's a potential, a real potential. Was so, it the ever one? Yes.
0: So there was a dog. So if you guys remember Arrow, right? He was my first Malinois. And I miss him so much. And there was his doppelganger was there. Except his do- doppelganger, one of his ears was a wonky flat ear. Um, but oh my goodness, I would have taken that dog home with me so fast just because he looked like Arrow. Not the same personality at all, but just looked exactly like Arrow. Um, and Django doesn't. Django looks nothing like Arrow, except they're both Malinois. Uh... Which is fun. Yeah, it's fun. Um, and she keeps a journal too for writing. Yeah, yeah, I like my journal. I always bring it with me and I never look at it because I have another notebook that I write in. And I'll write things as it dawns on me. Oh, you need to do this. And then uh, what I do when I come is I take... I try to go for at least an hour a day whenever I get home of reviewing my notes that I took while I was gone and rewriting them because I write them very sloppy there to get them all onto the paper before I forget what it is. And so I will... Uh, I'll rewrite them down, and I will, uh, you know, make them all nice and legible, and then all my notes go in a different page, so that I can go back and look at all my notes, and a lot of it, we have a whole list of things we need to do, that's my to-dos, right, my goals, so we'll do that, also write down after day's work on how it went, if you had to revert to a plan B for the day, yeah, oh yeah, Um, But yeah, so we we got a lot out of it, how much it's still percolating in our brains. And this is, to relate that back to dog training, you need to have your dog have soak time. And and you need that downtime afterwards so you can recover, so you can understand it, you can process it, right? And so you can do better. These puppies, on days four and five, it's a five-day course, for me, Siren, she was just, she was done. And and that's to our, I'm not just going to bring a puppy. If I bring a puppy, I'm bringing an adult dog too. But you can see they've been sleeping. This is how they've been most of the time. They had their barky bits yesterday and their barky bits today. Both are on
1: 5 o'clock, by the way. Yeah, um, that's
0: right, same
1: time.
0: Right? But they, you know, they've been really, really yeah, good yeah. traveling. Yeah. There's been one accident in the last two weeks, two and a half weeks, one accident. And it was... Um, we had opened up the door and they ran outside. Mm-hmm. They turned around and they came right back in the kitchen and one of them, one yeah. of them or both of them peed. Yeah, one of
1: them, I probably both.
0: Yeah. And so, you know, Karen cleaned it up and mopped it up real quick, um, because it was right there set up just in case. But that was the only accident and it's only because we didn't get the door shut because they had run outside and then back inside to drink a bunch of water and pee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we, we have that. Uh, we're also going to be, so we have that possibility of bringing your dog with us to Nipopo Supergold. Um, the other option is, uh, uh, if you're looking for a dog to train up as a service dog or pet dog or a therapy dog or whatever, if you want a dog who's started puppy four to six months old, four and a half to six months old, let us know. If you let us know, we can... Uh, we can try to match you up with them. Um, one of the things that I think we're going to start doing is keeping a few of the girls from each litter. Um, so it would be most likely a girl. If you wanted a boy, we can probably work that out too. But I'd have to know... Ahead of
1: time, if yeah. you want that
0: program. Yeah, yeah. So that dog, we need to know before we send the puppies home and assign them at seven weeks or earlier. Uh, but, you know, I think we're going to do that and, and keep some of the dogs and get them going and, and send them home um, at... Um, to six four and a half to six months old get most of the potty training out of the way set up a basic foundation for them uh, you know creative along with stability and and get them going well jennifer says hi to karen hello she says hello um but yeah so it's 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 always life-changing every single time i go it's life-changing if you're thinking of going do it if you're thinking not thinking of going why not um we have people there who aren't professional trainers So if you're thinking, I want to go, but I'm not a professional trainer, that's okay. Some of them weren't professional trainers. Uh, If you want to study more of the service dog aspect and see if this is what you want to do, you know, we have our school. uh, Yeah. What is it in March? No, it's in November. November. I lied. It's November. So this November, we have our service dog school, and then we have an advanced school in January and an advanced school in March. One of them is advanced and one of them is sent, and I don't remember which one's which. One of them will include a trip to Disney. One of them will include a trip to Universal, unless? Yeah, unless, COVID. unless COVID and something happens, no, uh, in which case open. we have, uh, you know, we still have Universal and Disney. If they're both up, if one of them's up, we'll just do that one twice. We have uh, SeaWorld. There's Bush Gardens, which I've never brought a dog to, but we could always do that. Yeah. But SeaWorld's fun. So, you know, there's always SeaWorld. Is it, are they open?
1: SeaWorld?
0: Yes. SeaWorld's open too. Oh, and they're going bankrupt, so we can go and help give them some money. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so we are hitting Gainesville now. You want to see? I'll show you guys. Oh, I want to show you guys something else, too. So here's here's the van. Someone's one's passing us. Slow down a little bit. I want somebody to pass us. <laughs> she does. She listens. Okay, so I want you to watch. So we're up here pretty high, right? Oh, you think a Toyota truck's pretty high? Yeah, yeah, we're still taller because we still have like a foot... And a half up there that you don't see from right here so we are super high we are on par with these semi trucks which is it's funny but it it's if kind of my joy
1: yeah. Fast food places we're too tall.
0: yeah yeah we have to watch if they have the bar we can't go underneath it so we have to park beside it and walk over which we've had to do um, or just park and walk in, which some of them aren't open, you know, and you can't do that. So you have to use the drive-thru, in which case we park outside of it and we just walk over there and we say, hey, we can't do it. But yeah, we're as tall as some of these like semi-trucks, the FedEx truck, like we're that tall and it's pretty cool. You can look over and you can see what, what they're doing and you know, most people can't because they're in like normal cars, but we're in the monster car. Um, Jennifer says she's on the road home too in New Mexico. Good. Good good good.
1: Safe travels.
0: Yeah, safe travels to you. Um so yeah, we uh you know, I just I loved it. Um I love being there for for the time.
1: The networking is incredible. Yeah. We get so much so much rich information from just networking with other trainers. Um, other crisis
0: oh it really is yeah here this is where my training
1: center used to be so I'm
0: kind of looking to see what else there nothing really um yeah apparently it's been sitting empty since I left huh go figure but um but yeah it, it's nice meeting people so we meet with people uh eventually we're going to do a road trip and and just go go visit you know visit some of our new friends but this one had a lot of service dogs. You had a service dog the first week, a service dog trainer. Um, This week we had two, well, you had two of them last week and then one of them carried over to this week. Um, Her and I, uh, another one was there this week. So, you know, it's kind of neat with that happening because it's not just just competition competition dogs, dogs, right? If you do competition dogs and you want to do Nipo-Po, you're thinking, oh, that's great, but I do pet dogs. Yeah, they cover pet dogs. Oh, but I do service dogs. Yeah. like uh-huh and so do i so do a lot of people um but the nipopo stuff is the best
1: akc ipa psa igp uh, uh, the french ring whatever h something pv or whatever that other competition is all kinds of competitions um uh, let alone Agility, we've had agility people dock diving, dock diving people.
0: See what I mean? Look, it's just, you see that truck is like our height. It's
1: our height yeah.
0: See, it's like our height, it's pretty cool. And look at that little tiny yellow
1: car. So, it's dog training of all types and all types of service dogs, too. So it is not just, uh, not just, uh, and, and then pet dog trainers of all types. Yeah, Different businesses, dog wizard and sit being Sid. Established businesses getting higher level training.
0: So yeah, and then you, people who have their own businesses, like what we do. Yeah.
1: So it is really the top training dog in the world, and people fight to get time with
0: Mark So yeah, I don't think you can pay them for for what we get. No. Yeah. You know, and what they offer—not just what we get, but what they offer freely to their graduates. You know, it's pretty amazing. It's such a great honor to, to learn from them. And they are
1: completely in tune with where you are and how to get you to the next level. Yeah. So, every individual.
0: Look at, look at, look at. You can see the truck guy. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's me. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> and we're in Gainesville. So, this is Gainesville already, guys. Gainesville looks like most other towns out there, Um, but which is one of the neat things. It's the best, Jennifer says, right? It's life-changing, right? You're going to become addicted to this and need to come back and hope that they add in a second week in October and hope that they add in more silver and gold so you can come back over and over and over again. Um, Truth, right? It is. And people who don't come don't understand it. And people who come just once still don't understand it. You know, I think you need a minimum of of two silvers and a minimum of two golds to to get it more. And, oh gosh, what what was I saying? I've done three silvers and four golds. And there's still stuff that, oh yeah, oh yeah. (laughs) You know, and it'll help you just push you forward. But it's not a push. It's more of a springboard to get you to that next level. Which is great you know it's great for your business it's great for yourself it's great for your dogs it's great for every dog that you're going to touch every life that you're going to touch so so yeah that's where we're stoked but we're also just about at karen's house so um we're going to be wrapping this up what did we learn everything uh you know so glad oh here's it's going to be Vicky hurdy time um here's my fun stuff is i had twizzlers did you know twizzlers are not gluten free haha <laughs> So I had stomach issues the next morning and afternoon, which was super fun. Yeah, so if you are gluten-free, don't assume that Twizzlers are gluten-free. I thought I had looked it up and it was, but it's not. Um, Or I just assumed it was. It's uh, corn syrup and wheat flour. That's not gluten-free. So we were trying to hit really good. So we had some frozen stuff at the house, including ice cream that was gluten-free. We had some frozen stuff at the house. Uh, We had, um, oh, there was a really, really, really good garlic or um baguette a really good baguette uh, and Karen had picked those up and against the, grain, against the grain baguettes are gluten-free so she had picked that up and so we had that for sandwiches it was good it was crusty I didn't think a gluten-free bread could taste that good and it was super they have so a
1: great
0: pizza crust too. yeah she said they have great pizza crust that now I need to try but we had done oh Jeff Jeff chef Jeff which is Jackie's husband Um, Does all the cooking so we eat breakfast lunch and dinner there and in breakfast is the same and it's super amazingly good And I'm not complaining that it's the same lunch is always the same and again I'm not complaining about that because it's it's super Yeah, we but his dinners are freaking amazing. So he's done lasagna in the past and he's done some other stuff he has some staples and then some things he'll play around with well He did spaghetti. So he did a gluten-free spaghetti for Karen the first week. And then he did it again for us the second week. Uh, And he did chicken alfredo. And he did a meat sauce too. But I didn't even try the meat sauce. Yeah, this chicken alfredo was the best chicken alfredo sauce I have ever had. And to have it with the gluten-free noodles was fantastic. But that really took the topping on it. We we were just going to microwave up the bread and put some butter on it. He took it and he sliced it for us, and he did garlic bread, toasted garlic bread with this, yeah. and oh, I could just, I could eat that for the rest of my life. Enough, not, not he miss had pizza. Real
1: roasted garlic in the g- garlic butter that he made.
0: Yeah, uh, garlic so. butter with real go- roasted garlic in it, you know. Yeah. Um, so that was amazing. But I've, I've been off of one of my meds for about t- six weeks to two months now, yeah. and um, I'm having. I think it's sciatica issues, yeah. so I'm having what feels like a cattle prod in my hip and in my knee, multiple times a day, multiple, multiple times an hour sometimes, um, and I'm trying to do anti-inflammatories and, and um, ice packs and everything else. So if I'm, I was there, and I got the look on my face. That was why it is such intense pain, um, which is always fun. I always have something happen whenever I travel, and something happen whenever I go there. The first time I went for silver, I had a cane because of my knee. Your knee. You know, so it's always something with me when I go there, which is the only drawback on Supergold is, you know, I want to make sure that I can handle it. So that's my goal here is to see how I do those days, see if if we can do that and talk to Michael and Bart and see what, what I can do, you know, how, how I can make this work because I really would like to do it. Um, So yeah, that, that's, that's been my fun. I talked to the doctor today. Well, I didn't talk to the doctor. I talked to the doctor's staff today. And apparently um, I was on a chromium something, gastrochrome, um, which is an oral. And they gave me, and I'm telling you because I know some of my people are POTS and dysautonomia and EDS people. But I was on the gastrochrome and they gave me the chromalin inhaled for an nebulizer uh, for my lungs and everything. Especially with COVID right now and having tested positive for it even though it was a few months ago. So we, um, the, the pharmacy assumed apparently that one overrode the other, so I haven't got it. And so they called it in or it's because people are using it for uh, COVID and it's on back order. So I haven't been on that and it is an anti-inflammatory. So we're kind of hoping if I can get back on it, this um, sciatic pain will stop because swelling, and I mean, gluten provides swelling stuff. So there's a bunch of different fun things going on. Um, She told me it won't be immediate. Um, I've been sucking down Aleve or Tylenol, I'm not doing both. Um, Or Ibuprofen, Ibuprofen. Ibuprofen. Uh, Karen being a nurse, it's nice because she knows what's going. But I need a refill on my Aleve, (laughs) I'm almost done. Um, Which like I said, I'll be home in a little over an hour. Uh, We're gonna stop at her house here, drop off some stuff, some dogs, pick up some stuff. Ginger's in heat. So that's our next breeding that we've been looking forward to Ginger and then Candy should come into heat in, we're thinking in August, okay? So uh, so we will have more information on that, but um, Ginger is in heat now. So we are gonna do a progesterone test for her, see what it's looking like and contact the vet tomorrow morning. Um, if it's looking like, no, we need to get her now, we need the vet numbers. Um, and she's getting AI'd from a uh, male in North Carolina from Honor Service Dog. So they need to get his sample and add something called semen extender and then overnight it down here. You know, ship it down oh, here as fast as possible. Yeah, and then the vet will um, inseminate her. We're going to get two straws of it. It's I don't think it's going to be that much more to ship. It's just basically like... A little bit more fee wise uh, and then two
1: or three days between the
0: two yeah yeah so two or three days between the two so even if it's more to ship it I don't care because I want a lot of good puppies yeah. so we're gonna do that and then like I said then we'll have candy uh, so start thinking in about two months we should have puppies it's roughly 63 days from from, from the AI or from, from the, the mating yeah. from the mating. Uh, so 63 days and then eight weeks out of that, you know, from there is whenever they can go home. Uh, so we're excited, super excited about that. Oh, Jennifer says she wants to move in for like six months with <laughs> you and me both, girl. Um, we're actually, we were talking before and we need to look into it more, but we kind of got not sidetracked, but you know, we want to get our ducks in a row before we start looking out there um, and see how things are going. But we were talking about doing... Um, Buying a house out there, so when we go out there, we have a place to stay that's ours. When we're gone, we can Airbnb it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, we, we're trying to make big plans, but we also know we need to do these little steps, the little taste first before we eat the whole cow. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and she said both the sauces were amazing. Did you have any of the meat sauce?
1: Uh, the first week I did. The second okay. week I didn't. So, yeah, first week she I did. I know it's good. I just. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. His food's always good. There's never. The only time I complain and I don't complain that loud, is whenever there's nothing gluten-free for me and I can't eat it. And that was
1: amazing. He made the uh, shepherd's pie gluten-free the second
0: week. Yeah, he had done shepherd's pie and he made it gluten-free the second week. So so when Rich was there, I did the crusty garlic bread and I did the lasagna because I am not passing up lasagna and garlic bread. And and it didn't kill me afterwards, so that was good. If he
1: ever goes back to lasagna, we'll bring in lasagna
0: noodles. Yeah, yeah. So lasagna noodles can be hard to find, so we'll pick some of those up for the next time we go. Um, is it fresh semen versus frozen? Yes, it'll be fresh, fresh. with a semen extender mixed in, yes. um, and it's not so. The best is so in person, and, uh, and then there's more live and fresh, and then frozen's more of a last resort. Yeah. I don't know what else to do, not type of thing. Many,
1: yeah, not as many live uh, soldiers in
0: the frozen. I would have called them semen or swimmers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> swimmers,
0: yeah, which is where semen nautical, yeah. haha. But they're, yeah, fresh is the best if we can't
1: have them in person.
0: Yeah, so yay for us. So we are just about at Karen's house. So I'm going to sign off now. If you guys are interested in that super gold, send me your dog and I will train your dog for eight week program, which no one else offers because we are awesome and we're passing that on to you guys. Let me know. Shoot me up an email. Um, If you're interested in a started service puppy, it's six months old or four months old, even four and a half ish. um, We'll pen hip them first to make sure that the dog's hips are good. Um, Let me know. Okay. Or fair, depending on what you need. But, uh, but okay, I will see you guys Saturday in group class. And I think we actually might take a puppy to um, Brownwood for group class. I was oh, thinking that. Yeah. So that'll be fun. A puppy, a service puppy. What do you do with an 11-week-old puppy out in public? You have fun like I do. Okay, talk to you guys later.